All right, Fritz Berger, bloodandfaith.com. I want to start off reading something that somebody else wrote, and it is brilliant. Here's what he says. What do we do? Holy crap, people, just stand up. The reality is that only about 20% of our nation is controlling the other 80%, and that 20% is weak and foolish. We have allowed them to rule us. I think it starts when people, as at the neighborhood level, just say, F you, we are doing this. Our schools are crap. Our kids are better off at home reading the classics than being indoctrinated in a worthless detritus that our public schools are. Our families are better off going to church and learning about God and the values of our parents and grandparents than they are being told that men can be women if they want it bad enough. We're better off having less teachings than more. We're done. I, I, I couldn't have said it better. That's why I quoted you. Here's a guy, I don't know who he is, Michael Smith. Yeah, there's probably a million of them out there. Unlicensed punditry. Michaelsmith.substack.com. So don't know who the, the guy is, but I, I put a link to uh, him on my Gab account. Uh, Gab.com slash cybertext. And uh, uh, I, I thought that was brilliant. How do we rebel? That's the question. What do we do? And I've lamented on that here on this program. I've lamented on that in writing. What do we do? And I always come back to the same thing. Open up your dang doggone it mouth and speak. <laughs> Open up your mouth and say something. And it better be offensive to the Antichrist. What you, when you speak, you better say something that's not placating the Antichrist. Placating the seed of the serpent. Placating the, the, the brood of vipers. Placating the synagogue of Satan. You better say something of substance, something of truth, something of power. Uh, how about the Holy Scriptures? How about going into your, your school board meeting and say, hey, this, this transgender stuff, it's crap. It's crap. And not only that, it's not even scientific. And if you can't go there, I got it. That's fine. Say it to your neighbor. Say it to your friends. One of the things that we have to do is, is normalize the truth coming out of our mouth. Normalize normal thoughts. And how do you do that? By speaking. Look, if, if enough people heard a, enough truth for long enough, it will have an effect. How do I know that? Because enough people have heard lies for long enough that they're deceived by them. You didn't have this homosexuality nonsense. Uh, it didn't just emerge overnight. It, it took a generation. And they just said, hey, it's normal now. You know, it goes back to the 70s. And it was a Jewish, of course, professor that said, hey, uh, you know, it's not an aberration anymore. It's perfectly normal. And it, it, you begin normalizing this in the, in the professional, in, in, in the medical profession, psychiatric profession. Now they're teaching it to eighth graders. Well, I can't say anything. I don't want to be homophobic. I, I know homo, homosexual, and he's really nice. No, you need to normalize the fact that it's wrong, and it's unscientific, and it results in death in exactly one generation, genetically and biologically, and you just say, you know what, I'm against homosexual marriage. And let them scream. Let them be angry at you. Call, let them call you a homophobe. Uh, if we're going to be a free people again, if we're going to have a free country again, men have to be men and stop being afraid of being called dirty names. Racist, sexist, homophobic. And that's why I go after these things. I don't, I don't do this just as an intellectual curiosity. If you're going to be free, you've got to be free between the ears. And if you spend your life bowing down to the creeds of thou shalt not be racist, sexist, anti-Semitic, there's nothing that can be done for you. There's nothing that can be done for you. You're a slave forever. There's, 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 it has nothing to do with prison camps, concentration camps, deplatforming. You've done it to yourself because you've submitted. 
You just said, oh, I don't, I don't want anybody to be offended by me, so I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Boom, that's it. You're done. That's it. That's why we have a slave society, a slave mentality. Well, I'm going to keep my mouth shut, and that way nobody will bother me. <laughs> Are you a man? And, and, and again, this is why I go after the church and the Christians. All right, if there's some guy out there, I mean, nobody's got an excuse for homosexuality. You can be as scientific as you want. It's death in one generation, biologically and genetically. So I go after it. Transgenderism. You don't change your chromosomes to XX to XY and XY to XX and, and vice versa just because you got a surgery and got some hormones. I go after that because it's so plain obvious for the atheist out there. Y'all want to be scientific? Come on, man. Don't, don't be a hypocrite. There's nothing scientific about that stuff. It's death in exactly one generation, biologically and genetically. None of that stuff changes your DNA. It doesn't change your genes and your chromosomes. That's why that's an easy target. And we got to go out there. we got to normalize the truth. Now, for Christians, I got one thing to say. Who's supposed to, if, if you're going to help somebody, how are you going to help them if you don't open your mouth? Well, I don't want to be considered an extremist like Fritz Bergen because he's, he's an extremist. Well, good job. Good job. You've normalized submission. You've normalized submission. You've normalized silence before the lies. And what, what, what's the example to your children? The, the, the example is submit before Caesar. Submit before Pharaoh. Submit before Nebuchadnezzar. Submit before the chief priest. Submit before the Antichrist Pharisees. Submit before Judas Iscariot. That's what you normalize. That's what you normalize with your silence. That's what you teach your kids and your grandkids. Let them think you're crazy. I mean, I got four kids. I got a grandkid coming up. I, I, I'm doesn't bother me in the least what they think about me. Now, I'll, I'll, granted, it's true. I wish I was just some dude living out in the woods, minding my own business, but I'm not. <laughs> Turns out you got to have money to raise four kids, support a wife, and take care of things. So I got a professional job. And these are my opinions anyway, very publicly, very publicly. God bless my co colleagues. They've, they've, they've magnified my reach by giving me great, a great amount of publicity. Didn't have the effect they wanted it. Now, in some senses it did. It's kind of... <laughs> hasn't all been positive, I'll tell you that much. Put it mildly. But there's a whole lot more people that know about what I say and what I write if they hadn't spoken up and tried to make a big deal of it. Normalize the truth. Normalize the things they don't want to hear. And if they scream and they howl and they bark out of the moon, so much the better. I was telling you, I, had, I, had, I was at a little party the other day, I know Christmas time, and I'm talking to this person I know, and and uh, <laughs> anyway, explaining to her some of the things I've been going through, and she said, why? I said, well, because I'm racist, I'm sexist, homophobic, transphobic, queerphobic, intolerant, divisive, anti-Semitic, Islamophobic, xenophobic, fascist, Nazi. <laughs> she leans over to me, she says, you know, I'm a lesbian. I said, I know, I know you are. I said, and I give her a big hug. I said, I know that. 
and so it's you know say what you got to say speak what you got to say speak the, the the problem in america is the church has bowed down before this creed saying thou shalt not offend the antichrist and they grovel before that creed and nothing could be further from the truth bow down and grovel, oh, we don't want to offend you. And we wrap it up in our little scriptures, oh, the loving kindness of God will lead them to forgiveness and salvation. And it's, it's cowardice. It, man, it's just it's cowardice. It's wrapped up in a scripture or two, and it's cowardice. I wrote an article today. No, I wrote it the other day. I wrote it a few days ago, but I posted it uh, this evening. It says, Jesus Christ is God. He's God. I advise you to go and read that. People try to dumb down Jesus Christ. Oh, I follow Jesus. He's a Savior. Or... No, he's, he's God Almighty, and he's the judge of mankind. He's the creator of the universe. I don't know if the church believes that. Anyway. Does the church believe that? And if so, why don't we build Christian nations where Jesus Christ, the creator of the universe, is the king and the monarch of society? That's what we have to do. I got, I got an email from somebody... Somebody's kid, you know, raised Christian evangelical family. Well, now she's got the pink hair and you know the the, the you know the, the pronouns and she's all diverse and tolerant. <laughs> I just like that is not a substitute for faith in Jesus Christ and boldness to speak his words. It's not. That's a man pleasing, world loving social religion. And you can say, oh, I just love and accept everybody. It's a man-pleasing, friends of the world, social religion, where you pose and you tell people how righteous you are. Look at me, I'm so righteous. I'm accepting. I'm tolerant. What? What? What do you want? You want to be friends with the world? Go be friends with the world. I'm going to be loyal to Jesus Christ. I'm going to be loyal to my master. I'm going to be loyal to my monarch, Jesus Christ. And by God, we're going to build Christian nations where this homosexuality garbage is illegal. Yes, I said that. It's going to be illegal. Homosexual marriage, illegal. Homosexual activity, illegal in Christian nations. Darn right. You're going to get me cussing now. Don't get me cussing. Go read it. Go, you, want to, you want to listen to an interesting guy? Go look Pastor Manning, a black preacher from, I don't know, New York or somewhere on the East Coast. He gets rolling. Yeah, I want to live in a Christian society where the Ten Commandments are on the walls of every schoolhouse. And, and, and when a judge comes out to judge, you got the Ten Commandments on the wall of the courtroom. And the First Commandment points to Jesus Christ. And in that society, we will have no other gods ahead of Jesus Christ. He's the monarch of that society. He's, he's not a little religious idea. Part of what the world does is, say, oh, it's your religion. Oh, you've got a nice Judeo-Christian faith. You're in a faith community. No, I'm not in a faith community. Don't ever insult me. Don't ever tell me I'm in a faith community. I have a monarch. His name is Jesus Christ. He's the creator of the universe. We're going to build Christian nations. You're not going to blaspheme him in public or in private. I don't know what you're going to do, but you're, 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 we're going to have policies that said Jesus Christ is Lord. Ten commandments are going to be everywhere. And it's going to be known that the first commandment points to Jesus Christ. When if we, have, if we have some sort of Congress or Senate 
or, or people are going to they're going to swear allegiance to Jesus Christ. First thing they do, swear allegiance to His Word, swear allegiance to the Ten Commandments. That's a Christian nation. And when the kids go through, when they come through school, they're going to know the Ten Commandments. They're going to believe that God created heaven. They're going to believe that Jesus Christ created the heaven and the earth. Homosexuality will be illegal. Oh, I don't want to live in theocracy. Dude, if you open up your eyes, it's 2023. You live in a theocracy. You have no say. You have no say, man. You got ten men in black robes, nine men and women and lesbians. God knows what's up there in the Supreme Court these days. Child molesters. They go up there and ooh, they chant in some dark room. They come out. Here's their pronouncements from on high. Thou shalt honor homosexual marriages. You live in a cult. You live in a cult. You live in a theocracy. It's an antichrist theocracy that you already live in. Don't tell me you don't want somebody to tell you what your morality is. That, that's where you are today. That's why your kids are coming home with pink hair and blue hair and, and saying Tammy is now, to, now a Sammy. You live in a cult, man. You live in a cult. It's time to rebel against cult. You want freedom? It's in Jesus Christ. How do you get that freedom? Open up your mouth. Open up your mouth and say, F you. Oh, for it's a bad word. <laughs> Made no claims of being a good guy. But by God, I'm loyal to my monarch, Jesus Christ. Open up your mouth and say something that's going to offend the Antichrist. Oh, I just, I just don't want to offend anybody. And so by that, you offend Jesus Christ. It's very clear. It's very clear. You're ashamed of what I've said. You're ashamed of my words. I will be ashamed of you when I show up with my Father's holy angels. D don't take that for granted. Don't think that that's not true. If you can't speak the words of Jesus Christ in front of everybody, God and everybody, your neighbors, the ACLU, the ADL, the SBLC, your DEI committee, Jesus Christ said, I'll be ashamed of you in front of my Father and His holy angels. And look, I'm as guilty, I'm as guilty as the next guy. I ain't innocent in this. I ain't innocent in this, okay? Don't get me wrong. But I'm trying to be doing some repenting, make up for lost time. Suggest you do the same. Well, I don't know how to do it. Well, you know, if you're on the internet, if you're listening to this, you're on the internet. Forward a meme. Forward a meme that offends Satan in his synagogue. Well, I, they might persecute me. Yeah, you're right. They might. They might. Go back and read about Jesus Christ when he said, hey, you want to follow me? Expect some persecution. Well, uh, I might lose my job. Yeah, and you might lose your life too. So that, that's what happened to Stephen. That's what happened to Jesus Christ. That's what happened to a lot of the prophets. Same group of people hated all of them. The same group of people, the Talmud people, hated them, murdered them. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it is. So what? Look, the freedom starts between our ears and it comes out of our mouths. The sword for your freedom is your tongue. You go out there and normalize the truth of the Holy Scriptures that offends the synagogue of Satan. Now you're on your path to victory. Look, you can, get, you can get an M1 Abrams tank out there and you can attack that tank with five wasps' nests and you render that tank completely ineffective. That's what I'm asking. That's what I'm calling for. Every man that calls himself a Christian, open up your mouth and normalize the truth. Normalize the truth. How about being proud of being white? Say, hey, I'm proud, I'm white, no apologies, no white guilt whatsoever. 
No, I'm not apologizing for slavery. No. No, I, I reject your accusations of systemic racism. It's an anti-white hatred towards the white race. And I'm going to honor my fathers and mothers. I'm going to be proud of them. And if we got to go out and build a white nation, a white nation that's separate, fine. If all the people that aren't white hate us and says we're the cause of all society's problems, which is what a lot of them do, not all of them, but a lot of them do, fine. You got it. Heard you loud and clear. Uh, we'll build separate. And you got a lot of, I don't know why you call them minorities. White people are the minority in the world. Hello, 9% of the world's population. White people are the minority. And you got these, these, these you know, organizations of non-white students in universities saying, well, we need a safe space. So they set up apartheid in the university campuses. They set up apartheid in the university of campuses to keep white people out. Apartheid uh, dorms, apartheid clubs, apartheid spaces, no white people. Screw you. We'll go build our own system. We'll go build our own white nations. Now, if you're not white, I'll get some advice to you. <laughs> you better disown yourself from this really quick. You better disown yourself from, from, from that attitude where the white people are all your problems. Y'all, Yon and I, while y'all came to this country, because it was run by Christian Europeans, that's why. That's why you came. That's why your ancestors came. That's why your fathers came, because it was better than wherever you came from. Well, my ancestors were taken on a boat and forced over here. And why do you think they didn't go back? Don't give me the systemic racism stuff. That's, that's an anti-white hatred. And you know where it comes from? It comes from the seed of the serpent. It comes from the brood of vipers. It comes from those people who call themselves Jews but aren't. And they're the synagogue of Satan. That's where it comes from. Go back and do your whole homework. Do your research. And if you want a theological foundation for it, it's Genesis 3.15. Right up through the Gospels in the book of Acts. Oh, well, that's uh, uh, anti-Semitic. Yeah, be anti-Semitic. Be anti-Semitic. Look, the only way you're getting out of this is, is, is if you grow a pear, get some heart, and say what the Holy Scriptures say. Have it come out of your mouth and normalize it. And let them scream. Let the demon scream. Let them scream. Oh, God, let them scream. Let them have their little hissy fits. My kids used to, you know, kids are kids and... I don't know, two, three, four, five years old, they'd, they'd, they'd throw a fit, and they'd get on the floor, and they'd start kicking. <laughs> I said, go ahead, have your little snake dance. Go ahead, knock yourself out. It doesn't move me. It doesn't change me. Don't care. And when the ADL gets mad at you, pfft, fine. What, what's, what, what's the worst they can do to you? Kill you? Drive you out of your home? Drive you out of your house? Make you lose your job, demonetize you, but you're free. You're free inside. You're a man. You're setting an example for your for your cousins, for your uncles, your aunts, your children, your grandchildren, your neighbors' kids. You're setting an example for for somebody that you know. You know somebody in life, even if you don't got kids or whatever. Freedom starts in the heart, between the ears, and it comes out of your mouth. Why do you think there's such pressure on social media companies to stop hate speech? Because they know it's true. If people start talking and speaking and saying the right thing, it's going to be game over for them. And what I'm hoping, so let's say you want to make a, a bomb. I'm not a bomb maker, don't worry. But what you do is you, you, you get something that's tight and you keep it packed in. And eventually the pressure builds up when you light that bomb and boom, the explosion's really big. And I think socially that's what's going to happen. I think the more they put the pressure on from the outside to, to contain speech, 
and to double down on their hatred towards the white race. Oh, baby, it's going to backfire them, and the explosion's going to be huge. People are going to wake up and say, this is, no, we're done. We're done. We're done with this stuff. And they're going to be angry in a righteous and holy anger. And they're going to return to their king, Jesus Christ, who doesn't put up with that nonsense. Jesus Christ had the same enemies, same enemies, same people. And he said, I don't care. I don't care what you do to me. I'm going to speak what, I, I, I'm going to speak what my father said. I'm going to say what the truth is. Do what you need to do. But this is, what I'm, this is the direction I'm going. This is where I'm going. Come on, church. That's us. That's you and me. Be, be brave. Be proud. That's an honor to do that. And the more they, they put this pressure on there to, uh, you know, they call it curbing hate speech. Obama said, curate the news. They're liars. Their father is a liar, and he was a murderer from the beginning. Y'all are waiting for us to say, okay, now, you know, we've, st we've stenched the, the, the tide. It will now turn. It, no, no, no. Baby, it's kind of like the war with Russia that we're in right now. There ain't no turning back. There's no peaceful end to this. It's, it's all in. It's full commitment between Russia and the United States now. God knows how it's going to end up, but not good. It's the same thing socially in the United States of America. It's, there's, there, it's, they're all in. They are all in on crushing Christians and white people, 100% in. If you read their writings, you'll see it. And if you want to know who the enemies of Jesus Christ were... You can read it in the Holy Scriptures, read it in the Gospels, read it in, in, in the Prophets, read it in the book of Acts, read it in the book of Revelation. But you've been lied to by your pastors. I suggest you go read what Jesus Christ said and what Paul says and what the Holy Scriptures say. Oh, well, they don't understand, um, you know, this chapter way back in Isaiah or Jeremiah. Excuse me? Pardon me? Are you telling me that Jesus Christ didn't understand what the prophet said? Is that what you're saying? Is that your argument? Is that your theological position, that Jesus Christ had no knowledge of the prophets and he doesn't know how to interpret them properly? Is that, your is that really your position? That Jesus was just ignorant and now you're enlightenment and you know what the prophets, prophets say and, and Jesus Christ didn't? Come on, church. Come on. Hello. Jesus Christ said, Hey, I know the slander of those who call themselves Jews, but they're liars and they're of the synagogue of Satan. Oh, that's Fritz Bergman said that, and he's anti-Semitic. No, that's Jesus Christ said that. And I guarantee you, Jesus Christ knows Isaiah and Jeremiah and Daniel and the minor prophets a lot better than you and I do, and he knows how to apply the word theologically a lot better than you and I do or your pastor. And here you're quoting stuff that pleases the Jews, and you deny what Jesus Christ said out of his mouth. All right, that's enough for now. Fritz Berger, bloodandfaith.com.